Hello, I'm Dr. Dwayne Hartman, the Transalchemist, and this is my podcast on Anchor FM. Here we discuss alternative ways to take your power back from a society that is hell-bent on enslaving you. For over 20 years, I have worked as a hypnotherapist, but I have found that the need for me to be a dehypnotist was more important at this time. There are alternate ways to have yourself become completely and totally free. And here we discuss those options. Welcome and enjoy the podcast. Today I'm interviewing Zoe. And she's known as Dark Muses of Revelation on Instagram. Well, hello, Zoe. How are you? I'm actually doing quite well. Well, that's Uh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, me too, too. I'm still here. And... It's a hard question to ask, uh, answer, I guess. Like, there's just so much going on. But overall, I think even if it's feeling wonky and wobbly, it's sort of ending up in the right direction, regardless of how you feel, right? I wanted to interview you because, and you interview me or whatever, but I want to interview you because you're someone that's been in my life for a while and you're amazing at what you do and anybody that talks about you says that you're amazing as well with what you how you assist people in coming into into their own higher vibration clearing out clearing out unwanted things and uh but not everybody knows about you zoe and uh, that's why I wanna, I wanna do this because you're worth getting to know. Thanks. Yeah, I I probably am. It's just you know not really. I think people connect to it for a reason, and there's sort of like, how do I put it? People that um, are vulnerable to certain things that I can help with that just sort of connect more. Uh, it's like a, a catalyst. I, something that I've realized is that I have like, um, I hold something I would call the feminine plasma current, which is usually gendered. And a lot of the time that's suppressed. Um, so kind of connecting with that's allowing others to realize that, you know, they have that going on as well, rather than me fixing them or healing them myself um something i've noticed anyway we we never really do do we heal anybody we just simply remind them how to heal themselves yes no and so with with the work that you're doing with this it also it also assists men too does it yeah it does because everything's held it's not even held um it's like circuited through 
um the female plasma like I, I wouldn't say hold because there's like this impulse of holding things still that I feel creates certain identities that people get stuck with so it's not a holding um it's something else it's like more dynamic so mm-hmm. it's like uh, a circuitry or a circuit board of some kind yeah uh I don't want to compare but but I, I I'm going to in a minute here. Um, it's kind of like something that's unexplainable that I do. It's like there's a whole map that when I talk to a person that I see, right? And this map, I don't see it. I feel it. Mm-hmm. I feel this map. And, and I know where they're at and they where they want to go and and the shortest route to get there. And then, uh, you know, sometimes I have to say certain things or bump them a little bit to get them back on the path, back to where they where, where it is they are desiring to go. Um, but yeah, is that something like what you're describing is this circuitry that you can yeah i mean i can actually see it like it actually looks i it it looks like something to me like i can see it like as a a lens so um i think the best way to describe the ability is like this it's like it creates a composite image that then gets decoded like you would decode a dream and then that frees up the energy and like as you were saying it's like there's like this moving grid of some kind or a lattice I I don't know exactly what it is but um the the way to get from one where you are I mean you stay where you are it's like it moves for you and through you because of you and um it's not necessarily the the image of the straight line that can get you what you desire the fastest sometimes that's <laughs> the worst way to go even though it's the shortest distance um which is something that I've always found quite interesting yeah especially like studying the way that the energy moves um I mean I don't even know if it's energy I'm seeing it as many different things now <laughs> but um yeah I mean feeling is definitely a part of it because you know how it feels right like y- you you sometimes feel like there's a glitch or something that needs to be unraveled. And it's like something that you just sort of allow space for it to unravel in. Is yeah. it like creating space as in creative pathway as well? It's probably the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting how, free we really are if we kind of get into it yeah 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 it's like yeah I mean that's our nature until we decide to jam (laughs) jam ourselves stuck um not necessarily our own fault but it's like there's a point at which you get trapped right this is the thing about holding So, well, it's kind of like vibratory levels. 
of what I feel. Vibratory levels. On this level here, you can get trapped. Uh, Mercury going into retrograde affects you. The planets affect you. you got all of this stuff. I mean, we yeah. take the suppression just to turn around and have something else suppress us. Yeah, under the influence. You, you raise vibration to the next level, and all of a sudden, these things that you thought were suppressing you starts dissolving. Uh-huh. You get to the next level, and you realize, what the hell was I doing? Yeah, yeah. You do have to evolve in vibration to to see that, to, to experience that freedom. Uh-huh. Yeah, especially with the body, which is like projected into a synthetic reality. And this is something I've noticed is like all these um, ancient systems that people practice are tethered to a certain coordinate within that grid of limitation. Um, like it originates within a certain setting and we don't, we're free. So basically, um, like why why do we plug back in there all the time? Like uh, we're not inside that, we're sort right. of- I think, yeah. it's, I think it's because we're herd-like creatures and Mm. And in order to have com- uh, camaraderie or a feeling of not being alone or or whatever, which we are, you know, we're standing on a precipice and there's fuck all around us, mm-hmm. we're manifesting everything, but we play a game with ourselves where we we take our past and puke it into our future and then relive it again to give us a false sense of security that we're actually standing on something solid when we're not. Yeah. We're, and we are at the same time. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like everything's shifting around us all the time. It's like, we're not really moving anywhere. We're like that kind of field of potential. And there's like this ray that's just moving through everything. Right. I when I said point A to point B and talked about that, I was talking about it from my level here. And now I know where you are. I can talk about it on a different level. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. We haven't moved anywhere from the first split of source. We're still there, but we're experiencing this thing. Again, I would try to share with people stability when they're playing this game with themselves, with their past and whatever, is you've got to learn how to get stable mm-hmm. on your own and feel that stability because otherwise when you pass to the next level, what happens when you go and all of a sudden, poop, you're out in the infinite, you know, flailing because there's no ground, there's no nothing, there's... If you don't have a good sense of stability within yourself, when you go to the next level and you pass from this plane and go to the next level, what are you going to do? What what you're going to do is recreate this one again so that you feel stable and you're still not out of the game. And I think that's exactly what art and craft is. It's like the technology um, that's required, like within our system, um, has is not necessarily working against us, but it's like by default there. And like these old systems can't really fix that. We need to reimagine that and we need yep. to, yeah, like give it new meaning. <laughs> um, that's something that 
isn't held within a different time space that we have to plug into that's kind of irrelevant for what would I mean that it all becomes relevant but we have to do something with it all um and I think like that yeah I was watching one of your videos and you were describing it as like this creative um this creative part of the brain right like it's the yeah, it's yeah. the one that sort of drives yeah 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 so I, I was seeing it like that actually it's just um yeah I stumbled onto that I, I realized that you know left brain because you know the way that I hear it from a creator point of view and manifester point of view is that for that to work ultimately the best is if you're right brain dominant and left is subservient but you know upside down and crooked is how they got this all wired up so that mm -hmm. we're so what they did was is they, they started to put a lot of emphasis on left brain analytical logical <clears throat> this sort of thing but and then they programmed hell out of it so yeah. so here we are all heading back to the left to the left to the left and that's the trap even a lot of uh, modalities out there that are really too you know i feel sorry for them because they're doing their best they really got their heart in it and everything else but it's still coming from a left brain concept mm -hmm. yeah you start where you begin no you yeah. end yeah it's like if you're trying to get out of something you're going to end up back where you started from like you're not trapped inside it actually <laughs> so we can start from not being trapped there but actually making it better yeah or go to the go to the right and poof yeah you, and you don't label it. Mm. you don't label anything you don't you're experiencing things you know i've seen a video a lot too long ago a guy picked up a pen and he said <clears throat> all of you labeled this a pen you labeled it a color you labeled it all of these things but you have no idea you're only a parrot repeating. Mm -hmm. Sit with the pen and experience it. And all of a sudden I went, boom, right back into the child, that magical child. Because I didn't have a clue what it was, but I was observing it, right? Before I put it into some sort of construct that's stored in my, in my left brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's many things. Yeah. I realized everything could be a brand, a new. Mm -hmm. You could walk up to a tree and just have a new experience with a tree because we label it and we give it its construct and we say, that's it. That's all it can be. Right. But I yeah. don't know you. I've had conversations with trees in this state of freedom. And they freaking talk back. You hear them in your head. You know? It's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Right? Also, it's like immediately there, you know exactly what it is, but then there's a part that wants to manipulate that and be like, no, that's not real. And it's like, so often um, I've spoken to people who are really stuck in that left brain and they're like, 
I'm like, so what's coming up when I ask you this question? Just and they're like, I feel like I'm making it up. You are, so keep making it up. That it's your creative yeah. power that you're using it, but they feel really weird about it. <laughs> they feel they, they feel weird about it because they really, really programmed human beings out of yeah out of their imagination. Yeah, so and the female plasma current programmed. So yeah, and so. Going back into that, that imagination and being okay with it and starting to experience it is really a portal out of this whole entrapment thing. Yeah. Mm. It's abstraction as well. So oh, yeah. reading, reading like um, some evolutionary science books and one of my favorite things, like the like true, before science becomes some screwed up religion, it's like, if you follow these principles where it's like about curiosity and going deeper into um, the mystery of it without completely um, polluting it with assumptions, it's like um, A does not equal A. So it's like this A is not the same as that A. They're different A's. They'd be used in different contexts. So it's like, you can't really say that one plus one equals two because one pen doesn't equal one finger. So it's like completely abstracted already. Um, and same with worth and value or making decisions. It's like, which one's better than the other? It's like, no, they're just completely different things. They're just different. There's no better, um, but you can have neither as well. <laughs> and then just let things happen. Yeah. yeah. We live in a cause and effect world. Not that that's all there is. It just happens to be this, this causes that. And the brain is wired for that. This, when I do this, this will happen. Right? And if you want a real trip, when the brain does that, you simply say nothing equals nothing. Mm -hmm. Because we're adding up because we got trained to do that, right? We're adding yeah. up. I do this and <laughs> happen. This plus this equals that, right? Mm -hmm. And when we start playing with it and we go, you know, nothing equals nothing. It's just experience. Yeah. And if they convert one thing to another, there's always a loss in that conversion. So where does that loss go? It goes back into the thing that's trapping you. Power it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how the tax system works. <laughs> like yeah. money conversion, language conversion, conversion of like this energy to that energy always has a loss of some kind. Um, so the direct point is like one that's creative, um, one that doesn't really have baggage. So that's set up that way on the left side so that you always lose. That's why therapies in the left brain don't work because because the left brain is built to fail especially therapies are getting out of it or connecting really connecting with who you are inside i mean there's a plethora of salesmen that are going to show up to tell you that that's not right and mm -hmm. try to you on a bent reality uh you know but here we are here we are with this with this ideal in the left brain and then 
we go over to the right and it's just silence. It's just observing. Yeah, it's, there's no reaction. <laughs> no. We can, and we dream there. And supposedly, what it was originally wired for was that we dream and then and then the left brain puts it into construct. It puts it into, you know, something like we dream first and then reality uh, is formed mm -hmm. using yeah, the... Yeah, and the mason, like the, the template and the builder. If the template's screwed, then that will be building some kind of... Especially if it's building from an interruption, like there's something that's actually intersecting the real template and it's reading and building that instead and there you are like inside some over amplified crap reality <laughs> that you didn't create yourself that's right heavily influenced this whole creation thing but uh that's only on the left when you came into this world you came in completely aligned properly. Right brain first, left brain second. Right? And you come into this world fresh from whatever you want to call it, source, God, you know, Baba Bajiba, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't care what you call it. But you came into this world completely, you know, I love this this is cool wow look at that butterfly i i don't even know what it is i i actually did not really like coming here i was a cesarean and i remember how horrible it was so i was like okay i don't like babies crying i hate that sound i'm not gonna cry I just did not have any of my needs met <laughs> a lot of people have this feeling of wonderment childlike wonder all of that and then then we got you know i worked uh i worked with victims of uh the mka ultra right mind control and they have three phases that they use which is which is we uh uh traumatize they traumatized the child actors and then fractured them and then programmed the fracture. Mm -hmm. And then I got looking at everyone's life. Everyone's got trauma. Even being yanked out of home and going, being plunked in a school is a trauma. Yeah. Right. And then it wasn't, it wasn't, all, sorry, go ahead. It stops you from learning to put you in that you know, to basically mine into your power. Like, you're so brilliant. Now you have to achieve and succeed here. It's literally envious of, like, who you are without that. Yeah. And then, and then they, and then they traumatized you with that. And then they told you you couldn't be your magical self anymore. But you're going to have to grow up. Life is serious. And so they fractured you. And then you put a mask on and they programmed the mask. I'm not saying you, I'm saying the population. 
because you're a different cat. But that's what happened in general to humanity. So there they are. They've gone through the program. And then they get the mask is programmed, which is the left brain. All left brain. See, the right was told it had to go to bed. Right? Get out of here. You're not acceptable. But I see fairies. Shut up. They're going to lock you up. Get over here to the left. Right? Mm -hmm. And so there's a whole part of us that never gets expressed. And people wonder why they're depressed. Yeah. And, like, I've also, like, been in so many corrective facilities. Like, I've been expelled from school. I've been in jail, like, two years. Like, they really did their best to correct me. And actually, I found that it was a way out more because I was just like, you know, um, the only person that has the ability to unlock this is me. And like the amount of times like my brain has tried to like be like, okay, well, how do I get out of this when I'm like, I'm not actually trapped inside it. I'm just going to decide now what to do. And then things have started to just unlock by themselves. And ever since, I feel like I've completely defeated that whole subconscious program of education um it, it, i'm like completely off any system at the moment like they they don't even like i can't get a normal job like i can't because i'm off a lot of the mandatory systems i just said i don't want it and they're like okay bye <laughs> right. just go. Mm. but that's the problem is that you you know you do end up having to just go by your own your own impulse at some point and even if it's bad at least it's your own like it's better than doing it for someone else really well <laughs> exactly <clears throat> and we call it education and it isn't it's an entrainment camp and you come out programmed to follow a society's mandate right and it's bullshit it is. because it doesn't it doesn't create thinkers it creates followers it creates you know i remember in school i was having a bit of a rough time uh learning and then i learned something if i if i do things to appease the teacher all of a sudden i get good grades all of a sudden I get some extra uh, marks that I wouldn't have got before. So if you obey the rules, you get rewarded. If you suck up, you get right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, otherwise you're, you're shut out of the system. And uh, I mean, that's like basically what the whole pandemic's about. So. Well, they did. They just, you know, in earlier days, they just, they just shot me up with Ritalin, right? Get him on the drugs. He's he's thinking for himself. Do you ever wonder why they used to, well, in my day, they used to do this. They actually used to hit the kids. And so in my day, when you got caught daydreaming, you got cuffed in the back of the head. But that's creation. That is creating. Yeah, they're like, you're checking out of our reality. Come back with a bit of pain. 
Exactly. I got a dent in my head from a school teacher's big gold ring. That's nuts. That's how they that's how they used to enforce it back then. Somebody asked me, how long has this been going on where they've been programming humanity? And I said, well, I mean, we can go back all the way back to Zeus when he was jealous and wanted humans to not be gods like him. So he split them in two. This is that thing of the hermaphrodite, right? Which, I mean, this is like, um, you know. And now we have two hemispheres of the brain, you know, the left and the right. You know, hermetic uh, craft abilities, like they changed that into mercury, which is a toxin. <laughs> like the actual word itself, when you use it as a vibrational toxin. And I'm just like, well, hermetic. Hermes is the original name for Mercury before it turned into an entity or a god. Um, and hermaphrodite is the the union of both beauty and craft. So it's like, well, if they've split that and they insert another thing instead of Hermes, it's like Mercury, for example, which is a very dead substance you end up with a different type of hermaphrodite, which is like a transhuman of some kind. And um, that's something that I've been noticing that people get this kind of Terminator bot sort of Agent Smith thing that just comes up and then disturbs you and tries to keep you in line sometimes. Um, and like, as you said, with the mask in the left brain, what I was seeing is, you know, this theater masks and the, what I found really interesting is the, the the word tragedy, as in the mask of tragedy, actually comes from the word goat, meaning it's a satire. So anything that's actually tragic is actually a joke. <laughs> it's it, it can't be fixed. If you try and fix it, you're kind of trapped in trying to fix it forever. So I was like, hmm. Oh, well, you're right. Yeah, it's just a it's just a trick. <laughs> and like the satire is a magician. Like if you can master that, then because you're not really done with it. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I've done I've done therapy for years and I've changed how I do it because going back to the past and dealing with that trauma, 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 all these traumas and different things like that, where's your awareness? It's on trauma. So mm -hmm. aren't you? manifest more trauma yeah because you're thinking about it all the time you're reacting to it you're doing something with it now like you were talking about what happens when you shift and instead of thinking about trauma you just start creating your future yeah and just see that it's like basically your creativity with a stupid mask on you could just okay that doesn't need correcting that just needs to be recognized for what it is and it's uh, a show right then it becomes a goat yeah it comes playing jokes <laughs> but you know again controversy because i mean the whole world's wired on therapy being a certain way it can only be this way and then they throw in uh, hypnotic suggestions like uh, if you don't do this therapy, you're in denial. No, you're not. That's a yeah. hypnotic 
hypnotic double bind. There's like so much hypnosis as well. Like for example, the oh. fact that you get sick is like, I don't believe I can get sick. I don't accept that suggestion. I don't get sick. The last time I got sick was when they cut all the trees down in my backyard. <laughs> I've never caught anything from anyone. Maybe I've been sick because I wanted to get out of work. <laughs> that's it, really. Yeah, yeah. But, and maybe that's 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 it. You see, that was another program that you can actually catch something from somebody else. Yeah, if they hypnotize you into believing you're a chicken, you'd pretty much be able to prove it. So exactly because if you know, because once your awareness and your attention goes to it, you're going to have evidence that shows up to prove it. Yeah, right? yeah, that's their science. It's the science of that universe. That's it. Of that universe. And there's multiple universes you could be in right here, right now, and you're not moving from your apartment. You're right here shifting an idea, and the whole thing unfolds differently. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uncomfortably, but... <laughs> Sometimes? Yeah. But then again, you created that too. <laughs> yeah, partially. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do get you get to somehow enjoy the unfolding, even if it does feel like you're being you're uprooting all kinds of strange clamps that are inside your system, binding things that you don't want to. Uh, I mean, I certainly feel it. I, 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 This feels like crap, but if I go and jump out of my skin and wishing for it to be different, then what am I doing? Yeah. There's so much to experience. That's just one of them. Why am I going to react and, you know, reject that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You find that when you work, you work with somebody, I have, I have a bit of a time describing what I do because it's, it's so on point with the person, right? Mm. I sit with the person and then it unfolds. So how do I describe that? You know, and there's a hundred million different ways you could say uh, that this works. You're a mirror of transformation, I would say. Yeah. So it's like, well, not even like a mirror because it doesn't like, mount, well, a true mirror, you know, not the one that distorts the image, but the one that actually brings it back into clarity. Oh. And you notice that too with yourself, that it's kind of hard to describe what you do because it's so geared to the person? Yeah, it's definitely, um, it's like there's like a, a code almost. Like, I mean, everyone's sort of a moving circuit of constellations that are, creating a story or an image, right? And you're kind of picking up on that and you're speaking to one that's, I don't know, feels relevant to your system or is the one that's right to be connecting with for whatever reason or catalyzing with. Um, yeah, I, it's hard to explain. It's like we're... we're... Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and But it works. People are happy. People are like, oh my God, I can't believe how I feel or whatever but it's hard to explain 
in a generic term because it's not generic at all. Yeah, you can't analyze it. And it's like a living modality. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like a craft. Yeah. So when you're speaking with someone, they're resonating. Everyone's resonating with it differently. Some in a really bad way, some not at all. And some are literally getting a lot out of it because like yeah. the piece is starting to come back to where they should be. Like they're not building something negative. And this is also the thing with like certain frequency bands. They, they don't realize that there, there's sometimes negative high frequencies like spirituality can be very disembodying. Yeah, maybe. Like a negative um, high frequency can be like something that's telling you that you did something wrong because there's a right way to do it, which will somehow like come up as uh, you trying to improve yourself, which feels like a logical pursuit, but actually it just makes you feel inadequate all the time. In ancient times, Toth talked about going down the halls of a mente and confronting the being that was the counter in your life that created everything negative. And you need two people to go with you, or one person to go with you, a powerful entity of some sort to go with you to demand your release. Because it really is, in a sense, against the law of free will to do that. But it was under agreement that you would do that. So we go down to that down that hall and we meet this being and we demand our release and it has no choice it has to release you right and then i find that a lot of that stuff starts to go away what is that thing exactly is that the demiurge well i call it the critic um eckhart tolle calls it the pain body uh there's many names for it it's a lack of trust i guess it's a counter so that we can bounce off something to go for the light to begin with. And now it's gotten to where it's out of bloody control, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not you. But it was a created thing when you entered the school system to compare yourself with others. Probably you didn't because you're a very sovereign, independent being. But most people will compare themselves to a, to another that's part of the programming, right, at that early age. And you compare yourself to others and then you start judging yourself. That's the start of it. But it is a program, just like, uh, you know, I used to hear about these implants or whatever. It's a program. It's not you. Mm -hmm. And... There's no negotiating okay. with this. There's no negotiating with this thing. Mm. Like, you know, everybody in, you know, even in uh, NLP talks about negotiation with parts of yourself. There's no negotiation with this because it'll always rise its head up again and take, take control. No matter how much negotiation you do, mm -hmm. you got to get it out. Then yeah. it stops corrupting your higher levels. Like you're talking about very high level that's negative. Well, that's coming from this little. Because it's mm -hmm. always sitting there waiting because it wants, it wants to feed off you. 
and wants to feed disappointment, right? Off of disappointment, off of angst, off of, oh my God, this is happening to me again. And it's just eating that shit up, right? And on the other hand, it's also the guardian to your deepest power as well. Yeah. So somehow in in one angle, it can be an ally, (laughs) but it just... You can't be at its mercy. You can't be asking it. It's like, no, how do you take command of that? And it can't be running amok, manifesting shit for you so that you (laughs) do it so we can eat. And that's what it mainly is doing, right? It wants you to feel you've got this really neat technique you're doing and it's just, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then it comes in and goes yeah but what about this and you go oh and the whole fucking house of cards collapses yeah. it was like a story i told here an old story about a man and he was walking down the road and he seen this tree beautiful tree sitting there and there was moss under the tree it was nice and soft and he thought oh this would be a good place for me to rest and so he sat under the tree and he rested then when he woke up, he, he said, wouldn't it be nice if, if food would appear and boom, food appeared. And he ate. And then he said, wouldn't it be nice if I had something to drink? And then all of a sudden there was stuff to drink for him and he drank. And he says, this is pretty wild. He says, I really like this. Right? He says, I hope, I hope that no demons show up and screw it up. And here comes the demons. Yeah. It all came from him. So it originates from his imagination. We set this up and we can unset it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because that, that thing is always looking for food as you say it's also always looking for love and if you give it to it it will fucking devour it because it's empty all the time so it's like no like not gonna give it love and that's the suggestion like love everything including the thing that abuses you like what kind of nutcase would do that like people who believe all is love and love is everything it's just like another word for that thing being everything it's like no, actually, yes, everything, everything, and that thing, that thing, and that can, you know, not be part of this because it's of another source. That's right, and we got to come to a point where we stand steadfast in our own power, and something, something like that shows up. We say, "There's the door. Use it. I'm done with you." Right? We have to have that kind of power. Or we never come out of disempowerment. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the first emotion out of disempowerment is anger. Because you were disempowered. You were trapped in disempowerment. If you don't get a little bit angry and, you know, you just sit there placidly in this state of disempowerment. Mm-hmm. You never have the power to move out of it. Right? So sometimes it takes that strength within and you say enough yeah and it's like that thing is like 
probably always going to come and swell up and try to take everything and then you just sort of like start watching it and it just starts to become a little bit less menacing <laughs> especially the more and more you recognize it I uh, realize that it's living vicariously through you and that it needs its own timeline its own past present and future and we need to we need to put it on its own timeline and say, today, I not only birth you, but you're off the tit, too. Uh, you're weaned. Now, like attracts like, and opposites always repel in everywhere in the universe. Except planet Earth, where they got us convinced that opposites attract. <laughs> so, if like attracts like, and opposites always repel, then... It's up to the person to state, are you like this thing or is it an opposite? Well, it's opposite. Then let the natural law take over. And yeah. it go, go, goes back to where it has like kind. Yeah. If it's of a destructive nature, it will be destructive. It will destroy itself if you don't involve with it and make it like you. <laughs> but you simply allow it to have its own life, its own reality. You give... Yeah to it you birth it let it go and you wean it the same day it's off the nipple right yeah it's it clinging to you yeah exactly it's not suckling off your life force anymore mm -hmm. that's what it's doing to live to have an existence it's suckling off of you and getting involved with your own manifestation system to create crap in your life so that it can feed right yeah, and while it's feeding on you, you're not absorbing <laughs> what you really need. Do you know that they took a picture of this thing? I filmed it. I seen it one time, a video of it, and I was just blown away, and I wished I'd have downloaded that video and saved it because it's gone now. But they were in a room, and I forget what they were doing to this fellow that was in the room, and this was all part of the test. They had done this before, and this time they were filming it to show people. And this guy got so intense vibration that he got up and walked out the room. And when he did, two seconds later, this thing was following behind. You could see the shadow following him behind. That it disturbed, it had this thing in such a, such a fervor, it didn't know what to do. This, And when he walked out, it didn't catch it, and he, it wasn't in him at that moment it was outside of him mm -hmm. and they filmed this this dark uh well not dark it was more of a see-through gray you could watch it following him out right i've seen these um around people as well and usually actually i see this too there's like one that's larger and then there's another one that's telling the person that it's okay and it's like it just keeps them in this sort of like way of letting it be there all the time to feed. So it's got these, this, I've seen that there's two aspects to it. There's a one that's feeding that's like horrible. And then there's the other one that's like, it's all right. Everything's fine. All is well. And it's like it just hypnotizes them into like just allowing it to feed. Like I, I have yes. seen it. Awful. Yeah. I, uh, 
I guess I can, I can, I guess, uh, I guess I could go here in this conversation. But I started to hear that there's a difference. There's light and dark, and then there's pure evil, which is a different animal. So there's good and bad. There's the natural resistance so that you reach for the light, and then there's evil, right? And and it used to be, because I had this experience when I was in my 20s where uh, I was sitting in my meditation chair, and all of a sudden I got taken into a trance. It wasn't that I closed my eyes and I wanted to do this. I sat down in my chair and all of a sudden I was like, holy man, what's this? And I went down. And when I did, I had this vision. I'm going down the staircase, down this spiral staircase. All, and it was all rock walls, uh, very mossy, very moldy, very, you know. And I'm going down this thing. I get to the bottom and there's this great big door with a with a round handle on it i opened the door and it was hell okay and here comes here comes the devil screaming at me right and i didn't even i just suspended my emotion i didn't feel anything i just looked at him and i looked into the center of him and i seen that spark of light that he originally came from and i started to smile at that light and it started to grow in him and he freaked out closed the door and that was it and i thought oh well, that's interesting and i i'm sitting i come back to my chair and you know, everything's all right and i carry on two weeks later i'm sitting in my chair again all of a sudden holy shit, here i go again down boom i thought wow what is this right I get to the door, I open it again, and this time more fierce, more angry. You just, you know, scary-like, but I didn't allow myself to feel fear. Or I didn't feel fear. And I looked again to the center and seen the light in the spirit in him. And I watched it grow, and I said, you were never abandoned. You left on your own. You can always come home. And all of a sudden, it, he just turned to like a, a hard lava rock. And then it cracked and fell. And I can tell you this, inside was Lilith, right? And I know that's probably going to make some sense, because it didn't to me why Lilith was inside. Lilith has like shown up to me as um, kind of vampire, but not in a negative sense. So I've been seeing recently how the trident, um, meaning three teeth, right? It, it, the center prong is like actually the tail of the scorpion or the devil, um, but it's programmed differently. So when I see how I imagine the creative forces before they come into material are like vampires that are like giving each other something. They're like giving each other something new. 
So the two teeth attach and then it injects the other with something new. And that's like a metaphor for me of the pure creative force that creates difference. Um, whereas I see vampires have been given a really bad name. They're like, okay, they live in the dark and they're spooky and they're trying to feed off your life force. But actually when we say dark, it doesn't necessarily mean negative. It just means that, you know, there's yeah. dark can be mysterious, but it doesn't necessarily mean black and colorless and dead. It can also mean very rich with potential. Um, and also vampires have a kind of like sexual metaphor to them as well. So actually it's not that bad. It's just, there's something that has been installed in the psyche that makes us believe that venom for example or will always kill its opponent instead of create more allies with each other like do you, do you know what i mean like oh. just something about that i mean that's how lilith has showed up to me it's sort of like amorphous like vampiric but just completely sensual and just moves fast but i don't know how it shows up to you or but so then um, after that, I got, I kept getting messages that, that Lucifer went home and that now we're dealing with that he can assist in helping people. So sometimes, and not to disturb my clients, I ask Uncle Louie to come. Yeah. I see Lucifer. I've seen I've seen hard cases where people are really really bad attachments, and when when Lucifer walks in, they the 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 the, the demons scream and run, and it's like a I'm gonna have a really really hard case, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, Uncle Louie, you want to show up here? Boom, he shows up, and then. And clears because we're heading another way. We're heading another way. And the part that pissed him off the most is that he was supposed to be kind of involved in only the, the resistance aspect so that we could feel the resistance and then move to the light, right? And now being blamed for all kinds of evil that's got nothing to do. Yeah, it's a scapegoat. Mm. Yeah. Because I was always, uh, I don't know, there was this vision or memory I had of some kind where there was a technology present on the earth um, and a connection from Sirius to through Venus, right? And one of the lines got broken, which caused a mutation in the earth and therefore in some races uh, connected to a certain line. And in order to prevent that mutation from taking hold, um, some beings, like I also felt including myself, had to install a technology and then we called ourselves Luciferian, um, which means that we have the ability to decipher light lucifer means to yeah. decipher light um 
and anything to do with the fall is always connected to the Sophia story, right? So um, there was a thing about Sophia falling and then creating the earth, right? And then there was some kind of mess here already that kind of got jammed, jammed into it. But there was also a field there before that. So it's it's quite quite odd putting all these pieces together. Um, but I do feel like that, that line has opened up again. Um, so you, you got to just question everything, right? Because, yeah. and I'll tell you why, because they have people looking for the Holy Grail. Well, the Holy Grail is within you. It's The Holy Grail has seven stones around its rim. And each, each stone is a different color. I also learned that the, that the Ark of the Covenant is here. It's in the back of your head. It's not out there, but they point out there and say it's out there, so you forever are out there looking for it. And yeah, it's I'm like really, it's a protection. Yeah. I've had people that I help go into this space here, and all of a sudden they feel the wings open up in the back of their head. And all of a sudden they are in a different consciousness right now. And it's like they're looking at everything. They even see their self in their own timeline as being, uh, what the hell was I even doing? Like it's so minuscule to them, minuscule to them from this vantage point of being what I call the God within, awakening of the God within. But when that happens and the tingles happen, they feel massive. They feel like, oh my God, I'm much more, they come out of this restrained consciousness that they've been in, this tiny consciousness, and they open up yeah. to you. It's like a seed uh, blossoming. Yeah. Or an attention. <laughs> uh, Eric, Eric, uh, Eric, ne or not Eric Neville, uh, Neville Goddard. Neville Goddard talks about it. And he says, it's like an egg in the back of your head. And, and, and when, 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 it cr when it cracks and you push through it, you can feel that. That push through and you become this God. And he says, and your body splits in two. And then a golden light from the base rises up. And the left goes to the east and the right goes to the west. And you never again are... In duality, and mm. you come to this place where it is all one. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know? I, I know what you mean. I was getting like the metaphor for the hazel tree um, when that was happening because the hazel tree is a hermaphrodite because it has male and female flowers, but it can only be fertilized by a different hazel tree. So, and they say that the hermetic branch is a hazel branch. So, um, <laughs> Here we go, because we're talking about this again, that we're really not male and female, we're one. If in our true state, we're one. Now, this whole thing about, which I don't go into anymore, and I don't even, because it's such a, it became such a rat race, it was funny, but when we're talking about real the original twin flames we are one 
And when we lower our vibration to come into this dimension, we split into two, a positive negative force. Now, what we are talking about is returning to this point where we become one within ourselves. I mean, I mean, the thing it is, is by default, you're both because you had a mother and a father. You're half male and you're half female. The dyad and the monad are the same thing. Like you can't have one without two and vice versa. So it's like, and then it projects the three, which would be the 3D, but it can get a bit head fucky because like, if you say that you're one, that means that you bind with things that are not of you as well. So it's like, can end up becoming a limitation. So it's like, yeah, we're, we're one, but we're also two without the two we can't have one and vice versa so then the three becomes the projection or the creation of that that is also generated from two and one together so it's like some kind of interesting different code um or understanding of the number um because yeah sometimes i felt like oneness or even like twin flame can be very limiting especially if it ends at a kind of unhappy marriage of some kind well what's uh, happened is is that it, it was a very sacred thing and this is why we had secret societies because because to keep purity in the teaching right but as soon as you take something of high vibration like that and you put it out into the world twin flames well then you got every corrupt whatever attacking it in every different way in everybody's mind and all of a sudden now we have this whole thing about twin flames it's not even real no it's not and it's boring it's a boring repetitive cliche yeah it is so so it's like there's a, a point of where we're individuated as being multidimensional beings with another multidimensional being. Um, and that's slightly different from being the twin or one half of something else that needs to like come back together all the time. Um, it's within you that has to come together. Yeah. I'm not sure. saying, you, I'm, I'm saying po the population, the people. They need to come together because what happened with Zeus back then, and he split them into two, split them into two. He put them into hypnosis and split them into two because he was jealous that they were going to become gods like him. The split has to come back together within us, the masculine feminine part. When I did this exercise and I started looking into this and investigating what this meant, because what got me was the, they keep talking about the fact that source was birthed from the void. And I said, that's a funny word, birthed from the void. Yeah. Okay. So what does that really mean? And then I'm hearing that, you know, aliens all talk about the fact that the God that we talk about, this creative force is a feminine force and here we are a prom primary masculine reality here on planet earth right i mean it's getting better but yeah so i i said okay I, i'm going to do this because i've always done meditations where i go right to source right 
I don't have any middlemen telling me what to do or anything. I go right to source and get my information there, right? Because I can't trust anybody else. I mean, who's going to appear as, you know, uh, a demon or whatever? Right to source. So I go to source, and in source, then I, I go back through time to when source came out of the void. And then I went into the void to see what it was. And when I went into the void, it's, it's the Divine Mother. And instantly I, became, I, instantly, I became every version of female that there, there was. Grandmother, mother, uh, uh, temptress, uh, everything, everything. It was just like flooding. I didn't know what I was going to do because it was like all of this came back about the feminine as a male. Right, you know, because males, some, not all, in the spiritual community, males are pretty, pretty, pretty both. They, eh? but when you get outside of that, right into the three Ds, people, they're scared to even admit there's any ounce of feminine in them. The males, and what does that do to them when they denounce half of themselves? They become the false feminine yeah and we have women you know that we have women who really have denounced femininity and become the false feminine it's yeah. just egotistical version of uh of a male with it holds the um a mutated version of the feminine in it instead of connecting in the correct way yeah. So, and that's like this, like, you know, tantric guy and me mechanics that are mostly distorted. Um, now, now uh, Tantra in the beginning wasn't that way. Now it's just an orgy. But Tantra was a very, was a very divine thing. But there's certain things that need to happen. I mean, you got to look in and see the God within each other. And once you do that, well, then you don't need 9,500 partners uh, because it's all there. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you explore energetically sensations and, and, and the Tantra happens in that energy and energy along with this sensuality because what brings orgasmic uh, pleasure is really the flow between feminine and masculine energy within the body of that one and the opposite right so as a male in 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 a tantric the feminine energy enters through and and it's just wow orgasmic same thing with the feminine the male energy pushes in and it's like and this brings this energy dance uh, brings on this orgasmic experience and they don't know they don't know what gender they are when they're done 
Yeah, it's like this uh, Shiva dance, this Ananda Kandava, mm. which is like some kind of like war dance, but it's serpentine. It's neither yes nor no. It's sort of like holding the polarity in this nuanced way um, that opens up like more subtle pathways. It's like the female is like almost like a pearlescent force through which the vital force kind of passes through and kind of builds. But um, in the Western corrupted tradition they've made the feminine a mercurial force that has to submit to the masculine so they basically take the pearlescent force transform it into something else install it into the masculine force as a kind of like bomb to keep exerting even harder instead of it being in balance i don't even like the word balance but like in the correct configuration um because you need them to create so (laughs) put that other change what it does as a function make it submit and install it inside the other current as a kind of dead thing that feeds the other current then that's why we're always chasing goals and we're always trying to succeed and you're always faking it till you make it and then suddenly you've made it and you're fake and it's this is what i see everywhere uh, i look around and just seeing very low standards that are being celebrated all the time <laughs> And I'm not jealous of that at all, I have to say, um, although it definitely wants me to be because it's amplified itself and it's just boring. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing over and over again, like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah. Clones upon yeah. clones, mimicry. and Yeah. No one's thinking. No one's thinking. They're just copying, repasting their... Uh, no one's thinking for themselves. No one can sit there. I'm not going to say no one. There are people that do it. But there's no one sitting there writing a piece of poetry or a piece of literature and sending it out that's their own idea. They're copying it from somebody else and posting it on there. If you watch your newsfeed, it's a fucking, holy man, what the fuck's going on here? I I I don't read it. Like, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> it's just like as soon as I hit that first advert, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Yeah. No. Well, oh my God, it's already an hour's gone by and more. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It's been really nice to speak to you. And how do people get a hold of you? Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess you can find me through Instagram on Dark Muses of Revelation, Dark Muses of Revelation, or also Dark Muses of Re- at Re- of Revelation at Proton Me. You can email me, but I don't really make myself that obvious on the internet. Maybe one day. <laughs> right now not what i'll do is i'll put your instagram if you want me to i'll put your instagram account on this video so they can go look you up yeah of course yeah they can come and check it out would... the witness. yeah but i understand where you're at if when they're ready they find you right yeah i just sort of run into people somehow <laughs> yeah everyone's hunting what is hunting them, I guess, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, dear. Thank you, and we'll uh, we'll talk again soon. <laughs> Thank you. We will. Okay. Bye bye. They say if you never get your head out of the dark, you'll never see delight. Thank you for listening. This is Dr. Dwayne Hartman, and you can reach me at DwayneHartman.com. There you'll find a bunch of interesting things that you can do to evolve and transform your life. From personal sessions to training, uh, you can even get me out to two-day events uh, where I teach Feel the Magic. And uh, also you'll find uh, a button for a free call. You can get to meet me and find out if this is right for you without any commitment. So take care. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk again to you soon. Bye for now.